everyone, here we go. Welcome to the In The Dome Welcome Podcast. Podcast. Please insert here. What? What? Welcome to America. I don't have headphones on today and it's kind of throwing me off. Okay, so the strange case of Dr. Jekyll and, and Mr. Mr. Hyde. Okay, so who did we see last... We, we just... saw Dr. Jekyll last night. So, okay, if Mr. Hyde is the evil one... I guess. When we suck, are we Mr. Hyde? Or are we are we good when we're Mr. Hyde? Are we, are we good when we're evil? Are we evil good or evil bad? I think we're evil bad. I think evil is bad. Okay. Mr. Hyde bad, Dr. Jekyll good. Dr. Jack. Okay, so we saw Dr. Jekyll last night. We sure did. And we saw Mr. Hyde the night before. That was probably the worst. That was probably the worst game I've seen. The LA Kings in a long time. Fuck, was that frustrating? That right? was really bad. It was terrible. Like how bad was that? Was that bad? That was pretty bad. That was pretty bad. I don't know how bad you guys thought it was. That was worse than the LA game previous because there was it was like the carbon copy except there was no comeback. Yeah. Like it was fucking brutal. Sorry to curse, but it was fucking brutal. It was fucking brutal. It was horrendous. It was the worst Flames game now, I've watched. This Jekyll time. and Hyde thing, it goes back almost like as long as you can remember. For the Flames, you mean? Because even under Glenn Galdson, even under Hartley, no. they suffered from this Jekyll and Hyde. I remember that, I remember under Galdson, I think it was your, I think it must have been year two. But it, some, one of the, some of the media was asking about it because the team was just going up and down, up and down. And Galdson was pretty much just like, I don't, this is a weird group. Sweet. <laughs> he did say that, didn't he? Yeah, yeah they're weird. He's like, I, I can't put my finger on these guys. I, I, I don't know. Like, and, sometimes they show up, sometimes they don't. And we didn't see it very much last year. I think we saw it near the start of the season. Yeah. But then they just found consistency in all areas of the game. So I think part of it does come back to the coach. Like, what is it? You know, a lot of it's preparation. What What is it about this group that is well, like they can play so... Not that they played great last night, but they played fine. And I was thinking about this last night a bit because I remember when I played. Like, I played three years of junior hockey. And it be, it gets to... It becomes a job. Right. And for these guys, it's even more real. And I mean, from the fans' perspective, you're like, well, exactly. You're getting paid how much to do your fucking job and you take nights off, mm-hmm. right? But... I don't know. Over especially over eighty two game season, you're playing the worst team in the league. You just played them. You got up for it in some in some sense of the word. You made a comeback in the first game, but I don't know. I get. I guess it's it's all comes down to psychological, where it's just like you got to get yourself up for every game and you got to find a way to do that. I mean, we've heard Drew Doughty talk about it, what like six times in the past two weeks that he looks for rivalries against other players to help him get up for games. Especially in his situation, he's on a shit team. So, I don't know. Part of it is these guys are professionals, so they need to be able to get up for their own games by themselves. And then part of it, too, is coaching, where the coach needs to make sure everybody's coming to start on time. Well, I think, yeah, because that for me is the most... The, the things that were goddamn frustrating about the LA game were like, the power play sucked ass. Again. They couldn't enter the goddamn zone. Again. They couldn't exit the goddamn zone. Again. So like those things those things seem to be more tactical than anything to me. And I know it's easy to be like, oh it's all coaching, but I mean like fuck. Those are the most frust those have been the most frustrating things of the season. I don't think I've really gone to a game other than probably that first period in the LA game where we hosted them, where it was like, wow, they did not try at all. Yeah, it was they like tw- sucked ass. It was twenty two to three of the shots. Yeah, and the second period was like that too in LA. Yeah. But for the most part, the things that have been frustrating seem to be more tactical than anything. So 
I don't know. Are we gonna? We I think we saw you some think? adjustment. I think. I so. feel like not coming prepared to play every night's been more frustrating than the tactical stuff. Yeah, I know, but like when you watch them, they can't break into the zone. Like in on the power play, it's like change the power play setup somehow. Do something to it. I don't know. That's I mean, true. Even the lines have been so consistent. So last night, I think we saw a little bit of adjustment. Yeah, last night was great. I think last night was your best game of the year. Last night was a. Was you think so? I think so. I think the Detroit game was better. Well, tactically speaking, yeah, probably Detroit so. was the best, but they were a shit team. Well, I last, think... n- last night, you you probably you pretty much... You, I don't know if you deserve to win because Talbot held you in it. Well, I think you do because Gibson you held... You deserve to win, but yeah, that's Gibson true. held them in it for the majority of the game as well. Yeah. I just feel like Anaheim is the best team we've played all year. Yeah, so, I guess so. Far. so. Who's, who who was... Who, who, you, know you know what I'm saying. Hey. Who have we played who's better than Anaheim so far? Colorado. Probably. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> but that's probably it. Like, I mean, we've had a pretty easy schedule thus far, right? So, I don't know. It's tough to say. I hope this isn't a trend we see continue. And again, how many games have we played? We've nine. Played nine games now. Through the first ten games last season, we were pretty crappy. So. Well, and this is the thing. is like, if you're trying to figure shit out... Now is the time to do it. Yeah, exactly. Early on. As opposed to being like the Oilers. And if guys are trying to figure out how they need to, to be prepared and show up on an individual basis, now is the time to do it. Yeah. So well, We've played Vegas, too, and San Jose. And Dallas. And Dallas. But Dallas sucks ass. And Colorado. Even Vancouver is I think I think Anaheim well. is probably the best the team we've played who has been playing the best, is what you're trying to say. Because they've been pretty good. Yeah. Six and three. Undefeated at home in a barn where we can't yeah. win. So It's been like two wins in the last 35 games there. Last night was a good road game. The things that I'm noticing more, again, I, I've said this a bunch of times, is like there's some signs, shades of Glenn Gulletson starting to come up. Yeah, because, like, and that's why it's like, it is, it's the group. It must be the group. It has to be the group. It's the lowest like, common denominator. Is you, this got the same core. You saw, them beat, you saw them beat Philly in a game where, yeah, they dominated for the most part possession-wise, but they didn't really create much. They only, I think why they won is because Philly sucked. Yep. They dominated against Detroit, but then you saw them completely not show up against LA. And then I, they won last night, but I mean, they still, it was still similar to the Philly game for me. It's like, they just kind of hung in there, didn't do too much. Like, they didn't really have a lot of high danger scoring chances. They were fine, but I'm just, I don't know. I'm hoping this, I'm hoping they get on a roll like they did last year. First 10 games struggle and they start finding their footing soon. Okay, let's... let's we, we want to break down the L.A. game? I was just going to say, let's break down both individual games okay. real quick. All right. L.A., I don't know if you pulled up any numbers or anything like that. Obviously, the highlight of the night for me was Giordano supermanning. Literally, the dog I wasn't pile. even watching. I had to I watched that on the highlights. I didn't even know that happened because I stopped watching because it was dude, that, so painful that to watch. That was fucking awesome. That was dude. awesome. Chuck had 14, <laughs> 14 pins. So you did you, you saw the whole lead. I saw it, yeah. Yeah. Drew, Drew Doughty hit. I think the hit's fine. Yeah, the hit's fine. Hit's fine, I don't mind Maybe it. a little lower or something, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, well, whatever. whatever. I mean... Not that big a deal. You can... With what Chucky's getting away with with Doughty, you can yeah, let exactly. Doughty go with something. Exactly. I, right. I had no problem with the hit. Yeah, I liked, me, me I liked the scrum that ensued. Yeah. I liked soup, Superman, Mark Giordano. <laughs> What's he doing? He's going to break his neck. That was amazing. That, that was guy, unreal. he just steamrolled. Whoever that was. It was Clippard. That was unreal. Cliff, Clifford, yeah. Kyle Clifford, yeah. Just, fu- oh, Clifford. Just awesome. fucking steamrolled. What are they doing? That was amazing. And then, did you see Drew Doughty's face after? Yeah. 
Well, I, I thought that. I, I thought like, that. I saw it. I thought it was fake. I was like, what the shit? I don't understand how his face thought, got so mad. I know. I, like, somebody must have photoshopped it, but no, it was so weird. Anyways, that was a crappy game from start to finish yeah. so as a whole. I'm glad Kachuk kind of mucked some shit up at the end there, to be honest, because he did dick all the rest of the game. What well, I mean, everyone like, was standing around. What do you even like? What is there even to talk about in that game other than that everything in the last went two wrong. games? Have you seen Johnny Gaudreau float anymore in your life? Well, you know what? I thought he was actually pretty good last night, other than the third period. There was that one back check last night where he just did you see that? He caught up to that guy, stole the puck. But boy, was he shitty against LA. Like the whole top line was horrendous against LA, I thought. And Monty was laying guys out last like, night in, oh, yeah. An- in Anaheim. Like even their possession numbers against LA, like they were fine, but. Goddamn invisible. Um, I don't know. Is there anything else to break down from the LA game other than the power play completely well, I thought, again? Well, I thought Riddick was good. I thought he was fine. Riddick held you in it. He was making he was making big saves. He was big save David. He was fine. He was holding you in the game. I hope he doesn't get frustrated and... I don't think he will. And I don't. I hope his confidence isn't rattled. I don't think it will. So, yeah, like... He knows he's playing well. I think, I think the game against the Kings is like... Hopefully, just one of those games where it's like, fuck, nothing went right. Yeah. The only thing that were concerning, the, the main thing that was concerning for me was the power play was horrendous again. Yeah. Like, so, why can't they fix that? We went into the Detroit game 0 for 11. Yeah. And then we had two goal, two power play goals that game. Because they made some adjustments. And then, what, they've gone back? It seems to have. They seem to have gone back, and now they're 0 for. Well, they six. didn't get any last night. They 0 for 5 against LA. They didn't get a power play last night. Um, but shit, like that is the main concern through through nine games is the power play is completely. Somebody on Twitter made a, an really? excellent tweet and said, "If you're playing Anaheim in Anaheim, and it's the third period and you haven't had a power play yet, yeah, no shit. Then eh? the officiating must just be god awful. Okay, the officiating is god awful. It was terrible against the Kings. They yeah. made like three or four. The, the, the Kings is, had eight power plays. The thing is, is like, look, I don't mind if it's bad." But it needs to be bad both ways. I I just mind it. I it's just so inconsistent is the problem. Yeah, and it's like well, I'm sure that's incredibly frustrating for the players too. Well, you, like got, you don't you know have, what you can and can't. Yeah, do. have how many? What is there like? There's probably forty different referees. Oh yeah. I mean, well, you're not going to get the same guys every day. I mean, how? I mean that it's going to lead to inconsistency. It's as well. so stupid because it's just like the 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 standard seems to change from game to game. It's like so. Like, what do you you don't know what you can and can't do. It's so and and the other thing that drives me nuts about the officiating more than anything in the NHL is this like how they manage the game. Like each game is managed differently. So it's like, oh, we called this earlier, so we're gonna call this now. Yeah. It's like the, it's so much of that shit. It's just call the goddamn rule book. And then I can't remember who it was. I think it was someone on Sportsnet in between intermissions was talking about. I didn't see the second incident. But it's basically the same thing that happened with Evander Kane. There's a there's a linesman trying to separate Evander Kane in England. Apparently, it happened again. And their linesman was with Kane. I think I don't know if it was Kane or whoever it was. It happened again. It happened Weird. twice now. Where a linesman. But the biggest thing is is that it's happening in the middle of a play going on. Yeah. What? So I don't know. Anyway, side note, but. Anyways, the officiating shit. But I mean, we we need to get our power play together, and we need to get together like. Fucking ASAP. Because it's like, again, it was 18th in the league last year. Imagine how good we would have been if the power play was even top third of the league last year. Now, is this is this a thing? Can you just fire an assistant coach? I don't know. Maybe. 
Because I remember they hired this guy, Jeff Ward, because he came from New Jersey as like this power play specialist. Because if you remember under Glenn Gulletson, our power play was oh god awful. So they hired Jeff Ward. Like, ugh, I don't know. I don't understand how they can get, like. I wouldn't be as concerned about it if this was like his first year in the league. But it's like last year. Well, the power play we had an insane team last year. Yep. First in the West, second in the league, and our power play is 18th overall last year. What is that? And what's it now? It's in the 20s now. It's like 22nd last I checked. So, fix, I don't know what they have to do to fix it, but they well, got to fix it. They made an adjustment when they played Detroit, mm-hmm. and I was even saying this to you prior to that game, and I said, maybe Johnny shouldn't, power, shouldn't quarterback it. Maybe Chucky should quarterback it. I think the problem is, I don't even know if it's, who, if it's personnel. It seems more be like... There's like we've said this there's before. No set there's no set plays. They don't seem to have any strategy. It seems to be they're like, okay, Johnny Gaudreau's skilled. Let's give him the puck and let him do what he wants. Well, and, and like you, you watched last night against Anaheim. Yeah. And you have Getzlaff. Their set play is so you can tell. Get Getzlaff gets it on the side of the net and he's trying to look for the cross ice pass. Yeah. Cross crease. Yeah. Cross crease. Exactly. They, they when attempt- you ever see the flames will cross crease. They, Never. They attempted it like three times and they were pretty damn close. Like two out of three times that they attempted it. Like the flames literally have two plays. The Gaudreau to Lindholm cross the slot and then Lindholm shoots. And then they have that play where Johnny took a chuck to Down Monahan. Low to Monahan the slot, which That's never works. all you ever see them do. You never see any cross crease stuff. You never see any. You don't even really see any movement from anybody. Like everybody's pretty stationary, unless it's between like whoever's got the puck and whoever's at the point. But I don't know what's going on there. Like I'm not a power play expert, but my God, is it bad and ineffective? It's like they never seem to get any chances at all on the power play, and they never. They don't, it's so frustrating because it's like special teams are so important to winning. All right. Anything <sighs> else, Kings? You want to talk about? No. Or move on. I just want to move on. That's hopefully one of those games where it's just like... That's one of those games you want to bury it. Yeah, and forget about it forever. Burn the videotape. Yeah. And so I think... Last night in Anaheim. That was the most encouraging thing was the fact back-to-back in a place you never win. Okay, and and like... They they came out relatively strong. And that second period was outstanding. The second period was one of the best periods we've seen them play. The third period was pretty bad. I didn't... Not bad, but the Ducks were pushing and the Flames were definitely on their heels in that third period, so... And what? I think great, like great second. I think as, if you're going to measure a 60 minute performance in terms of work ethic, because that's been the thing. Yeah, that's been the thing twice now. The coaches had to come out and call out the work ethic. But we saw the Calgary Flames outwork the Anaheim Ducks last night. Who knew that if you try for at least a solid 80 percent of the game, like actually we outworked a team. It's, it seems like have we done that yet it's this miracle. year? Have we done that yet this year? I don't think so, man. And it definitely translated on the scoreboard. Gibson was amazing. Gibson it, was fantastic. In the first period, he was standing on his head. I was like, I texted him, like, fuck, are we going to be able to beat this guy tonight? No. But then Stone with the clapper, Monaghan mucking it up in front. I can't believe Stone scored. And just as an aside, like, I, it's it's unbelievably ridiculous to me that we had to send Shillington down. Yeah, it is. Poor management. Like, and then you watch, uh, we'll go to the proper game analysis in a minute here, but then you watch Tobias Reader. And you're telling me Alan Quine and Dylan Dubé aren't just as effective as him? You you needed to sign that guy, dude. Holy crap! The guy is staring. The guy has no vision because he's staring two feet in front of him. He had like the whole four time. or five shots last night, wide open shots that did came nowhere close to hitting the net. 
Oh my god! It's like no I'm wondering su- he didn't score last year. I'm surprised he doesn't get just absolutely annihilated for having his head down so and much. I know, he was fine last night. It's just like he's like, was it Matt Lombardi or whoever? It's like he couldn't score to save his life. You know what? They skate similarly. And you know what? That fourth line was actually pretty great last night. Quine for Leak or uh, Quine, uh, Reader and Jankowski. Yeah, I mean the the team as a whole was way better. Oh yeah, for sure. I th- again, I think the third line was still the biggest issue last night in terms of the forward ranks. Yeah, because I thought the top line All right. was fine. I want to talk about this stone goal because <laughs> fuck was that a nice goal? It was nice, I guess. I don't know. No, it was nice. Sure. Imagine that was Dougie Hamilton that shot that. My problem is that now that hope they're going to be like, yeah, Stone's in the lineup now. I thought Stone actually had a good uh, game. I it's, thought a- he- it's actually nice to see someone in our own end yeah. actually hitting guys. I Outside of Geo, no one on fu- Anderson hits guys too. But Hamnick and Hannafin, those guys never lay oh bodies. It's kind of like, suck. it's it, I don't know, it's nice to see a punishing body check every once in a while in your own end. Who did he hit though last time? I can't even remember. Oh, he was throwing his weight around. I mean... There wasn't any one single kind of one hit that stood out, but it's kind of like Lucic when Lucic goes into the corners. You're like, fuck, finally someone that's actually going to like hit somebody. For Michael Stone, I thought he was fine last night. And he scored a goal, so good on him. But I, Shillington's much better there, so I hope... And that, that was a massive goal for Oh, yeah, team. it was huge. Okay, so, let's break down that goal, because that was great. Because I think that break was... Break down the goal. You're obsessed with this goal. I'm obsessed Why with... do you love this goal I'm so much? I'm obsessed with this goal. It's a shot from the point. Come what? on. Chill out. It's jizz worthy. <laughs> Is it? Is it? I think it is. All right. Okay. Break, so break it down then. That what, did he, what did he have? That was like his third. This is like his fourth. The, thing about, the thing about Michael Stone, his biggest asset as a player is his shot. It's fucking, it's probably the hardest shot on the team. Sure. And it's not like it's inaccurate either. So well, I mean, he missed the net eight times last night, did he? I don't even know. No, I think he out of the four like really good shots he had, three of them hit the net. So anyways, yeah, right before the goal, he came down, I think it was on the half boards or whatever, close to it, maybe the hash marks or just inside that clapper, peg for the top shelf, Gibson made a good save, he came down again, the guy was just rifling the puck every time he got it. How good is Gibson, by the way? Gibson is easily the best goal in the league. He's the best goal in the league. How did he not win the Vezna last year? Unbelievable. Oh, he played on a bottom feeder Ridiculous. Anyways, go ahead. I'm sorry. Then you got Monahan. Did you see that? The Monta- no, the montage of Oh, Monahan. before they scored the goal. Oh, yeah. Monaghan is the reason why Gibson had no clue. Gibson didn't even see the pass coming from the point to Johnny. And here's the other thing is like when you break this play down, what I liked about it so much is that if I'm Michael Stone, and this is what he did, if you're on the point and you have Johnny Gaudreau like five feet standing off to your uh, – right, right to the side of you, just give it to Johnny. Yep. Like – that's the great thing about these great players. If you're if you have to play with them, just give the puck to them. Right? Like you don't have to do much you don't more. Have to do anything. So, anyways, he made a great little. He made the right decision. Pass to Johnny in the half boards. Then he opened up. Johnny made a nice pass back, and then the Howie was released. That was a fucking cannon. I think it was T.J. Brody that you're thinking of, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh no, it was Gaudreau. I'm sorry. I thought I thought Brody had the primary assist, but no. Would you watch the game? Kind of got confused there. So I was kind of tricking you into compliment TJ Brody there. It'll never happen. And it backfired. It'll never happen. God damn it. But yeah, then the montage in front. Monty's just battling who he's battling with, but he Monahan was in beast mode last night. He was. 
And because he was fucking mad, he's playing pissed off in beast mode, that battle ensued and it distracted John Gibson. He didn't even move on the shot. He just didn't even flinch, dude. He had no clue the pass came from the boards. No clue. Up to the point. Yeah. Honestly, by the time he figured out what was going on, it was in the back of his net. But, hey, great shot by Stone. Good shot. It was almost top-shelf cheddar. Led the team in shots last night. Yeah, it led the team in shot attempts, too. So, I mean... I don't, I don't want to see the guy in the lineup that often, but, I mean, if he's going to be in the lineup, good and on him. Honestly, like I said, that's the most positive thing about his game is having a dangerous shot from the so, point. Good on the guy, but hopefully Shillington's back soon. Okay, anything else specific? I thought, you know what, I, I thought you were talking about Monahan being in beast mode. I thought Gaudreau, there was the one play where Gaudreau, I, don't, I, I was like, that's more, I want to see more of that. He lost the puck in the offensive zone and then fucking back-checked his ass Right back, stole the puck, and almost created a breakaway for Monaghan. It was fantastic. I want to see more of that from Johnny Gaudreau. I thought the whole top line was pretty good last night. Um, I thought the second line, up until the goal, struggled. Or up until Zarnik was put on their line. I liked Zarnik on that line. Yeah, Zarnik great on the second line. Gives you way more than for leak. And Zarnik, okay, I want to break down the second goal too, but go ahead. Yeah, no, let's break it down right now. This is all Zarnik right there. All First Zarnik. Turnover and gets it right to Kachuk. Like no hesitation. Are you telling me if Reader got that puck, he, he would have he would have just made the fucking five foot pass lead to a two on one? No, yeah. and he would have he wouldn't have seen that. Yeah, and great great play by Backlund, I might add. Well, great play by Chucky. And you know what? When it because Chuck passed it, I was like, oh god damn it! Just shoot it. Oh, it's in the net. Right? Here's the That's thing: why not an NHL player for those one timers to work? Yeah, it's got to be the pass has, has to, to be, be perfect. Perfect. Yeah, and it was. And the, and the shot was perfectly timed. And kudos he, for Backlund. Yeah. Because at times he struggles with finishing. Yeah. If he holds on to that for even a second, Gibson gets across. And correct me if I'm wrong, but it looked like when they showed the highlights from the last time they won, Backlund had the winner in that game as well. Against the Ducks? I think so. Ooh. So both wins, it seems, I'm pretty sure, Backlund has both game winners. Great job. Great job. So, yeah, I, I, thought, they, I thought they got somewhat hemmed in their own zone a little bit last night. The Backlund line did. Against the Silverberg, the top line of the Ducks. But again, they came through with a huge goal. Um, I don't want to get into how bad the third line was, but I thought they were pretty bad last night. Like, what is going on with Derek Ryan? Yeah, he's struggling. What is with him? Lucic's foot speed was still still look good. That whole third line, Ryan for Lee, Lucic. Didn't do, mu- didn't do much for me last night. I was kind of on the fence with Lucic. It seems like when he gets the play, either he makes something of it or he... Makes, makes or he looks bad. Little, yeah. He had one really bad turnover in the first period. Yeah. I can't remember how that looked. Oh, but. yeah. It was really bad. He's trying to break out of the zone. Yeah. Yeah. And then he just shot. He had like four options and just shot against the board. Yeah, it was really bad. I don't know what to do about that third line. It's looking pretty rough. Well, I think we do know what to do. But Monge is injured. Yeah. Because that, that line against Detroit looked fantastic. Oh, yeah. That was the one game they were great. That's the one game where Derek Ryan was great. Like, did these guys' success hinge on Monge Pani that much? Yeah. And it's so that line, just to recap, was Bennett centered by Ryan. And then Mangiapane. And then you had Lucic, Janko, and Zardik on the fourth line. Yeah. And I think, well, here's the other thing is like, I don't know. Where do you want to see Frolik? I think, okay. I don't mind how Bill's doing it now is that he has no set second line. No, no. And it's just like whoever's stepping up that game. Yeah, for sure. I don't mind, but Frolik, again, he he was bad last night. You saw him get moved down. I don't even think it was him getting moved. It was more like... It's more rewarding Zardik? Yeah. 
Maybe. I don't know. Well, Froley, I don't want to be casting Froley, Campbell and assume all this shit. Froley had a couple opportunities that he just well, didn't yeah. seem like his head was in the game. Because that's what I've said is like I'm curious to see how Bill manages the second line when Froelich's not playing well. He hasn't played very well lately. Um, so, I don't know. I kind of like it depends who's in the lineup and who's out of the lineup. But again, like, do we need Froelich? No. Oh, we don't need him. Quine was just... Like, you're telling me your fourth line couldn't be Quine, Reeder, and Jankowski. They looked fine last night, even though Reeder, like, had 85-shot ch- chances where he completely... <laughs> like, you can tell why this guy didn't score a goal last year. Yeah. He's, like, wide-open shots, and he's, like, looking at his feet. But, I mean, they were fine as a fourth line, I thought, last night. Yeah. So, like... I don't know, man. It's like, no, I don't know what to do with Froelich. It was nice to see Jankowski actually have put some effort on today's oh, last night. Yeah, it's like, he, he seems to play well in Anaheim, eh? He had some bad turnovers, though. Yeah, he had a few. He has some, like, it seems like when he when he is in the and center he was out role, there on the, in the final minute, too. That yeah. freaked me out. Like, the last face-off there, like, Getzlaff lines up against Jankowski. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, I was I was pretty much, uh, I was questioning it was why, a weird... why Bill was kept yeah. on going back to Janko in the dying minutes. But, I mean... But, yeah, in his own end... When he's playing center, when he gets the puck he down low, gets lost. it's like he just he doesn't know what to he's do. He's like, oh, I'm just gonna put up the boards and hopefully something good happens, well, and you, it never you does. Can, like track him if you just watch him in his own zone. It's just like, oh, where are you going? Your guy's behind you. Yeah, just, just run around. But I thought the fourth line was fine last night. Um, I don't know what you do with Frolik. Like, I think ideally he slots on the. I think whatever iteration you have in the fourth line, I think you have too many fourth line guys right now. You have yep. Reader. You have. Jankowski, you have Lucic, Well, the, the you thing Perley. is... You have too many fourth-line guys and not enough third-line guys. Have, well, Ryan and Froelich, they're like utility guys. Well, I... They, they can play anywhere in the lineup for short periods of time. It's so weird to me that Derek Ryan's struggling so hard. I really expected a lot of him this Well, season. he struggled last year at the beginning of the year, too. Did he? I oh, yeah. I can't quite remember. Yeah. But, yeah, I thought so he, he was... I got no problem. I thought he was pretty bad. Ryan's going to turn it around. Yeah. What's that green thing? Uh, breakout game. Breakout game for Austin Zarnick. Austin Zarnick had a breakout game last night. Again, I, I like him there. If hey, he Leave looks, him there till manage and Bennett get back. Like, Why not? As of right now, that's probably the best the second lines looked. Yeah, I like Manji Penny there, but that's probably... Sure, me too. The best look. But then if you look at how the best the third lines looked, yeah, it's Manji. with Manji, Apani, Bennett, and totally. Ryan. So why not go... Zarnik on the second line. I think if everybody's healthy, I would try. I would try Zarnik there. I would go back to Ryan Bennett, Mange, and then Lucic, Jankowski, Froelich. And what do you think of Quine? What do you think of Quine's I game? I think Quine was fine. I thought Quine played great. I think. I think, especially considering it was his third game exactly. in three nights. Yeah, exactly. So, like, that's to me why I'm kind of annoyed that we have. Another reason why I'm annoyed we have so much money in our bottom six. It's like, yeah, you're telling me you needed to sign Reader. Like, again, I thought Reader was fine last night, but it's like, we can't, we have to send Shillington down because we have too much money because we signed Reader and Stone and have Lucci. It's just like, come on. Anyways, I thought I thought Quan was good last night. I think he'd be a perfect, he's a perfect fourth line guy on a league minimum contract who you can go up and down. Yeah. So, anyways. Every time he's been up, I mean, he, he, yeah, he's, he's always impressed me whenever it's he's like, up. It's like, he impresses me more than the rest of the fourth line guys. Totally. So, yeah, I don't know. Anything else from that game? They didn't have any power plays. No power plays. Okay, so let's Probably, talk. maybe that's a good thing. Yeah, right, because it's been such a week. Because we're, we're better 5-on-5 five five than we are 5-on-4. Five brutal. So. We got to do a whole power play breakdown at the end of the week, I think. Okay, let's, before we get to Talbot. Okay, obviously Talbot. Let's do the defense real quick. 
Okay. Anybody on you, you again? Stone. He was fine. I don't want to see him too much. I don't like he, he and Birdie together, but they were fine. Yeah, they were the, fine on the defensive end. There's a couple times I was like, Ugh, yeah. But Hannafin and Hamnick again, specifically Hannafin. I thought he struggled a bit. There's just a few plays in his own zone. That's just like, what are you doing, man? Yeah, he did have a couple. Jeez. He had definitely had a couple gaffes. And then G, Hannafin, Gio and Anderson, I thought were good together. I think in the past, I don't. If you take Dallas out of the equation, Hannafin's probably been your weakest defenseman all year. Defensively, absolutely. Defensively, like yeah. so bad in his own zone. So, um, okay, so Talbot, is it too early to say that I told you about this guy? Not you, but other people. I told you. I think it might be a little early. Is it too early? One game, one and a half, <laughs> one and a quarter game. It might be a little early, one only because yeah, only because in San Jose he. Wasn't as good. Like, I mean, he looked, he was so good last night and so he, solid. Talbot was the reason why we won the game. Exactly. He made, especially his third, third period performance was the, the reason why period, we won. The third period, we got mostly dominated and he was great. He was great in the third period. He was outstanding. Like, the Ducks had seven high danger shot attempts in the third period to R1. So, seven high danger so shot I, attempts. So, I think it's safe to say. Talbot's third period performance is the reason we won last night. Yeah, 11 scoring chances for the Ducks in the, in the third period, and yeah. Talbot was absolutely solid. And he, he looked, he com- made, he looked oh, comfortable. He looked and his positioning was excellent. There was a few saves he made solely because of great positioning. There well, like that, that the one toe save, yeah. yeah. That was the first big, like, holy shit, nice yeah. save. So, and all, he made it look so easy. Just like, yeah, I'll just stick my toe out a bit. There it goes. So then the, it begs the question, who do you start Okay, tomorrow. and this is this is a really fascinating discussion. This so, will give us a lot of insight into Bill Peters' brain. Last night, post game, I did a poll on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it's 50-50 dead on now. Ooh. So there's been 185 votes. Crazy. This has been the most popular poll we've ran. Who do you start Tuesday against the Caps? 50% of people say Riddick. 50% of the people say Talbot. Now and you think Riddick, well, I, I think Talbot. Know. I, I think I well think, let's let's go with it. Why why would you say Ritter should start? I would say Ritter should start because he's your number one thus far. He hasn't given me he did he hasn't played poorly enough to suggest that he shouldn't be getting the start again. Yep. Like I mean I know he let in four goals against the Kings. I'm just looking at it from if you're if it's a personnel management standpoint. Yeah. There's you're not if you go I I would personally go with Talbot next game and here's I'm, here's why. He just played a hell of a game. And if you want to think the long-term success and health of your your hockey team, and obviously the goaltending is a major part of that, I feel like getting Talbot more reps now is going to help you longer term. Because even even Riddick, he's been great. Yeah, And I would just have a conversation with Riddick. Be like, the reason why we're going with Talbot is it has nothing to do with you. Yeah. It's because... He played his lights out. I think if you communicate that enough to Riddick, because like long term, you Riddick's the number one, right? Yeah. You want to you want to make sure this season he gets the net because what's Talbot's on a one year deal, like he's probably just a stopgap guy, right? So you want to really invest in David Riddick this year. So if you're gonna start Talbot, I think it's because you probably wanted to get Talbot into at least one other game. Right, it's just Riddick's been playing so good that you haven't had the opportunity to. Well, they had him slotted in for the first game against the Kings. Yeah, but Riddick was coming off a shutout, so that's why they went with Riddick. So if the rationale is like, do you go to Dave and you say, yeah, we just want to give you a little more rest, get Talbot in, he's playing well, because I I think I don't know, but I think you really want to make sure that David Riddick 
gets the opportunity to be the number one guy this year because he's your long term solution in net. I yeah. would think. And I, I hundred percent agree. And I'm just saying that but, I, I would say I, I, I want reward Talbot for I his play. I would absolutely love to see Talbot in. Yeah. Now I think what's gonna what makes us even a harder decision is that this Washington team, the team you're playing next, is the best team you've played all year. Yeah, exactly. So now it's... By far. Like, let's say it was another kind of of middle-of-the-pack team. Let's Mm -hmm. say you're playing Buffalo. I guess they come with a hot start. Edmonton. But say, yeah. then Bottom of the barrel, Edmonton. I mean, Edmonton's its own thing, because obviously you got to go with Talbot, because it's his team. But let's just say, okay, let's say it's Florida. Yeah. Because you're playing Florida later in the week. Okay. Let's say you're playing Florida Tuesday. I think for sure you go with Talbot. Yeah. And then you go with Riddick for the big game against the Caps. Totally. So now that to me, I kind of... It's, I would hard, play it's Talbot. hard to know. I would play Talbot, but I kind of have a feeling that that Bill Peters goes with Riddick. I, uh, personally, and then he, and I then he goes be, back to Talbot for Florida. I would be totally open to playing Talbot or Riddick. Like, I don't care. Like it's. I think either way is good. Right? Like, I don't know. Hey, well, It's not like last year where hey, like, oh, right? Jesus, Smith. I was just going to say, why is A, Smith an option to begin with? Yeah. And B, why is he the option every time? <laughs> but I, now we know it's because Riddick was injured. But. Yeah. But I, I would be totally open for either either scenario. Because, again, like, I, I don't see any down. I don't see any downside to playing Riddick tomorrow. I don't see any downside in playing Talbot tomorrow. Yeah. I really don't. I The only downside... I see out of one goalie playing over the other is that if Riddick gets played and you're not rewarding Talbot for that performance and right. giving him a chance to think the other thing, the main reason why I think strategically it makes sense to make let Talbot play next game is let him build off that game he just did and let him have a game at home. Yeah. He hasn't had a game at home yet. Totally. So the only, the only hesitancy it gives me is that like you know Riddick wants to get back in the net because after how the LA game went and he got pulled. Now I don't he didn't get pulled because of his own like because he wasn't playing well. It's just rest him up. Yeah, it's early rest. But I feel like if the LA game hadn't been as poor and gone as sideways as it as it, as it did, you would absolutely one hundred percent probably see Talbot. But just knowing what I knew kind of what about Bill, I think he probably wants to get Riddick back right back in. I don't know. We'll see. I yeah. guess. And if it was me, I wouldn't be too concerned. I feel like no, no, me either. Riddick would be fine playing be fine. later yeah. in the week too. He's not like gonna fall apart. I'd personally go with Talbot, but I kind of have a feeling Bill's gonna go with David. Yeah, I think I think Bill's going with Dave, and I don't mind. And that. again, I don't mind either one. I think whatever decision the coach makes, when I hear him his rationale for making it, I'm yeah. gonna agree with him totally. And unless he's, it. we've traded from Mike Smith, and he'll be playing tonight. But like, how great. How great does it feel to have confidence in both of your goalies? One game for Tal, one and a third game. But I mean, he was so solid last night. It's just such a difference. I know Mike Smith has won the games in Edmonton, but it's just like. Well, and he got a shutout last night. Yeah, a shutout, but they still lost. Yeah. A loser shutout. That's totally what makes it. Okay, just as an aside, how boring are the Oilers to watch? I watched most of that game last night. Oh my God. That is boring hockey that I'm playing right now. Really looking forward. They're actually going to play some offensively. Heavily, heavily offensive teams coming yeah. up oh because God. so far they haven't played really well, any team with. We offense. were looking at when are they? When's the first game they play against a team who's like K? No, that's against Capitals on it's Washington. On yeah, Thursday after we play them. So like, I hope I hope Washington just lights them up. Yeah. All right. Anything like, else to add about? They better stay out of the box. Oh Jesus! That's all I gotta say. Anything else? We to better add? stay out of the box. Well, Jesus, what's we are the most highly penalized team this year? Get it together, guys. 
Seriously, when and you the, combine that with our terrible power play, it's a really bad combo. And I think the reason why we're getting so many penalties is because the effort level is just like it's not there. The compete well, level is not there. You're just behind one not step. Skating either, except for last night. That third line's kind of slow. That was the juiciest thing about last night's game for me was we actually outplayed the team. Yeah. The thing that was most encouraging about last night was again similar to the last year. What was one of the themes of last year? When they played a bad game, they bounced back. Right. So. That's what you want to see because, again, how many times have you seen this team, you play a bad game, and the next game's brutal. Yeah. So that was and one of the best things about last year was, like, even if they would play a bad game, they'd bounce back right away. Yeah. So that's very encouraging. And, I mean, if you look at the – like, when we go through these recaps and we look at the week coming up, we say, look, you need this many points. They've fallen short the last two road trips of how many points they should have, should have gotten to yeah. maintain pace in the standings. Yeah. But only by probably three. Yeah. Like, really, if you look back at the the entirety of their season so far, there's really only three points that they might, they should have had. And it was that, both LA. That were, like, must-have points. Yeah. Otherwise, they'd be right up there in the top of the standings right totally. now. So you, you beat LA on Saturday, and you, you beat them in overtime on, on the on the game on the 8th. Yeah, and yikes, the West is looking pretty weak right now. Yeah, okay, so what is going on with Dallas? Like, I mean... Because when we did our kind of like our quick little uh, Pacific Division preview, um, we were kind of talking. It was like, hey, why aren't they? They could win the division, but we don't really know. Like, they're so bad. Like, why are they so bad? Well, but that was the thing coming in. It was like, you never know with Dallas. Like, you, they literally they're have won either, two of ten games. Because, like, they're either, they either, like, hover between mediocre to, like, pretty darn good. Or, like, what the hell's wrong with Dallas? But you, like, look at their goal differential right now. Negative 10. They've allowed 31 goals. Only second to Winnipeg I guess in they've, division. I guess they've all their games they've lost in, like, one-point games. Was Cassie saying that last night? Oh, who knows? I tuned Cassie out. Does she ever stop talking? How about talking during the middle of the play? Well, I know. That's what I'm saying. It's like... Did you see during the San Jose game? This is, like... Last my- weekend. She did a whole segment... On Lucic's face. On Lucic's face. On his facial expressions. For like five minutes. And they score the Flames while she's mid-soliloquy about his face. Oh my god. And nothing personally against Cass Campbell. She's a well, great hockey player, but she's a not very good broadcaster. And it's kind of like, like, I go to a few games with my mom every year. Yeah. And it can be pretty annoying because she talks <laughs> throughout the play about <laughs> random stuff. <laughs> It's like you're coming down on two and one, and you hear my mom. Yeah, so I just met with Shauna last week. Hey, we were at the game with your mom the other night. I thought she was fine. I guess you were sitting between us, though. Yeah. No, she was. She was. Uh, she was a lot better last week for sure. Yeah. So Does she Ka- listen to this. So cat, no. So Cassie Campbell. Oh uh, same thing. Like, oh, she never shuts up. Could it's you do so me a bad. favor? Could you shut up? Could you shut the fuck up? Oh my god. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> Dallas looks like shit. Minnesota, wow, I was way wrong on that one, eh? Yeah, you were fucking dead wrong. I'm like, yeah, they could make the playoffs. They've looked like shit. Man, and they're in trouble because... They're in huge there's, trouble. There's really no light at the end of that tunnel. Well, it's like it's like the same thing the with end Dallas. Of that, the end of that tunnel is one dark-ass... Like, I was saying this, I don't know if it was to you the other day, it was like, hey, I think the Oilers can absolutely make the playoffs because the Dallas Stars and Minnesota Wild have probably completely fucked their season up by now. Well, I think the Stars will be fine. You they'll, do? They'll turn it around. Ooh, I don't know, man. Yeah. So yikes. Stars will bounce back. We'll I don't see. see I don't see Minnesota bouncing back though. 
Chicago is two and three and one. Everybody else is still kind of still hanging. Chicago's Chica- only played six games. Chicago's been pretty mad though, so. So I think yeah, St. Louis has played yeah. I think everybody everybody even LA there's three and five so. I think everybody except Dallas and Minnesota are still in the realm of, but I mean, that's hard to make, especially with Dallas going to, they got to go on a bit of a roll here, so. A bit? All right. So what do we got coming up? They need to start rolling. Oh, yeah. We got the Capitals tomorrow. Always fun when Ovechkin's in town. Don't you love this one day off, one day off? I'm loving this every other night. It's awesome. They should do this in the season and have less games total. Every other night is awesome. Love it. All right, Ovechkin. Ovechkin in the caps. Backstrom, TJ Oshie. Garnet, the return of Garnet Hathaway. Let's pull up those lines. Let's pull them up right now. Garnet Hathaway. I've, I think I heard this. I haven't heard anything in the last 48 hours, but Bill was expecting Mangiapane to be back for... Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that please. was before they left for the road trip. Hopefully, though. because then that means they can they can uh, call Shillington up again. So I haven't heard... They're going to need Shillington against this fast team. Yeah. Oh, they got they got Hathaway playing on the third line. Eh? Attaboy, Hathaway. A little promotion. Attaboy, boy, Garnet. Good for you. So what do you think it's going to be... Hopefully, Mon just back to play against Hathaway. That'd be great, sure. eh? Why? Oh, just because? You know, old line mates. They're kind of like buddies. Capitals are rolling a little bit here. They're 6-2-2. Two, and two. So Caps are first in the Metropolitan. The Metro, yeah. I mean, is that anybody's... I'm, I'm surprised Pittsburgh is actually... Yeah, well, they came out to a hot start last year, Carolina too. Carolina got off to a hot, hot start, but they've and lost... Pittsburgh doesn't even have Malcolm, either. Oh, my God, yeah. All right, so let's check, go to the lines. So you got OV backs from Oshie. Oh, that's kind of new. They bumped Wilson down, eh? Yup, which is annoying me because I have him in both of my fantasy pools, but whatever. We scored last night. And they got Hagelin, Kuznetsov, Tom Wilson... Verona, Eller, Hathaway, fourth line, Lip, how do you guess, Brandon Lipsick? Yep. McDowd, Chan- Chandler Stevenson is always sounding like a made-up name to me. John, Chan- Car- Chan- John Carlson, Chandler. he's fine. Chandler, Chandler period, is yeah, a made-up name. It's totally made-up. Lipsick, wasn't he on Vancouver last year? He's, yeah. Or he tried out for Vancouver. Dude, John Carlson leads, is tied for the league lead in points. Yeah, with, with, with McDavid. McDavid. With McDickhead. With McDavid, come out to like an unreal start, too. John Carlson. So that means Carlson is going to even out. He's probably not going to score against us. I hope so. <laughs> That's, <laughs> hope my, theory. That means they got That's my theory. Orlov, Jensen, Kempney, and Gudis. Like, their D are pretty big, aren't they? You know what? I like Washington's team. Washington plays a rough brand. They could li- They could legit be... I, you have are they underrated, I guess? I guess they're underrated. They're under under the radar cup, cup contender. Yeah. Because they're probably going to win the Metro. I think Carolina definitely is, is their number one challenger there. But, I mean, like, the Metro's looking pretty weak this year. And it's pretty amazing, actually, that they've yeah, they stayed able to, so good. Right? Because Ovechkin's not getting any younger. I mean, he yeah. hasn't slowed any signs, showing any signs of slowing down much. But, but I mean, the, the Metro's pretty weak this year. They could definitely go, go a couple rounds deep for sure and be a threat. So this is, like, honestly... This, to me, is like your first big litmus test game. Right this here. is the first game outside of like the Colorado game where it's like we have a really high-powered team coming in. Yeah. Like, this yeah. is the first game since the beginning of the year where it's like this is a legit NHL team. This is kind of like... Gotta the, be ready to this play. This is kind of like the Pittsburgh game we had last year. Yeah, hopefully it turns out differently, though. Well, they've already... They've already hopefully learned their lessons. Hopefully, hopefully bottom earlier two losses to LA. Right. So yeah, this will be this will be the first big game, I think. I think you'll see a, I think you'll see a really solid effort actually from the boys tomorrow. I sure hope so. Cuz again, that's the one thing that's really encouraging to me. Even when they have a bad game, 
what happened last year, they bounce back because you're not letting it slide. Because I think that's what really sunk us the years previous under Glenn Galton is like they have one bad game, yeah, and another bad slides, game, and another bad game. It's just like all of a sudden you've lost four or five in a row. Yeah. So and then you need, and then you need to go on a ten game heater to fucking get back in the exactly. Standings. But then you're only like what we would win ten games in a row and be yeah. like like just. In the wild card, wild card spot, yeah, exactly. like, oh, God. See, and that, to me, that's where it's kind of like, I don't know if it's personnel, the things that are frustrating for me. Like, we were talking about at the very top. It's like, is it just the effort? Is this uh, is the group of players just inconsistent? I don't know. The things that have been more frustrating to me when they haven't played well has been more, like, execution, tactical stuff. So, not sure. Um, Florida got the Florida Thursday. Panthers coming in on Thursday. They have been pretty underwhelming thus far. Only yep. three wins in eight games. Yeah, they're off to a slow start. And I mean, they're they're kind of oh, everybody. I think expects them to make the play. Absolutely, you just signed a goalie to a ten million dollar a year deal. You better make the playoffs. But I mean, they're in tough. That's the toughest division in hockey, as far as I'm concerned. So they're only one point back of a wild card spot. But I mean, you got Tampa, so Toronto, the Boston mix. in that in that division. So yep. like, they have to start getting it together and picking up some points. They always seem to play well when they come to Calgary, and they, they seem like they should be better because their top two lines are excellent: Hubert or Barkov, Dadnov, yep. Hoffman, Trocheck, Brett Connolly. I'd put those top two lines up against any top two in the league. Um, and then I mean, the third line is okay. Vitrano's fast. Maline. Noel Akari. Yeah, they're, they're bottom six, not not, not particularly inspiring. Their, their defense is pretty weak. I know they've got Ekblad and Yandel, but it doesn't do much for me. So they got Regar, Ekblad, Matheson, Strawman, Yandel, Brown. Yeah, that's a pretty big meh for me. Um, I mean, Yandel's a pretty he's he's pretty good on the power play, but and then they got Bobrovsky. They got Sergey Bobrovsky. Bobrovsky. I wonder if they see Bobrovsky in that tomorrow. We'll see, but I don't know. Florida has not done much to impress me thus far. Three, two, and three on the year. Three loser points. I mean, again, like if they're gonna make the playoffs, they really gotta crank it up here. Because again, you've got Boston, Toronto, Tampa Bay, the three-headed monster in the Atlantic. Buffalo's off to a rock and start. Montreal's been playing okay, so they gotta get it together here. Yep. So I don't know. We might see a desperate Florida. Pan- I don't know. We'll see. I don't know what. To, I don't know. I, I Florida- love watching them play because I love watching Barkov play. I love watching uh, Dadnov play. I love watching Huberto play. Yeah, Florida's we'll one of those see. weird teams you never really know. Yeah, like I literally have no idea what to expect. Hoffman can come in and score 85 goals. Well, he, he scored four know. goals last week, right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. All right, well, so what? We played nine games? Played nine games. What are your, what are your closing thoughts after seeing nine games? Through nine games, it's been like, it's been a bit rocky. Some good, some bad. Um, obviously, I haven't been, we haven't been super impressed. I mean, we're five, four, and one. We've probably played... Two really horrendous games, both against LA. Yep. But I mean, the rest of the time we've been relatively consistent. I think my biggest concern is still the power play and still the third line, right? Yeah, hundred percent. They got to figure the power play out. Yeah. Like you have to. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. I mean, nine games in. I think there's obviously there's been some concerns. The number one concern is, has been the consistency on the on the effort side of things. Yeah, and I but I think we've been okay with that because like the both both of the games that we've sucked in both against LA we've come back with a win. Yeah, but so even if that's your biggest concern, and then obviously the power play, yeah. I don't know why the media is not 
starting to ask about yeah, the power no, play. Like, why is no one asking? What the hell's with the power hey, play? Hey, Bill, you guys are like 25th in the league. What's going on? I wouldn't even be as concerned if we weren't so bad on it last year and they haven't made any adjustments except for in one game where they, hey, surprise, scored two power play goals. Yeah, and the, the problem... The problem is, is when your when your power play starts losing you games. Yeah. Now you're fucked. Totally, totally fucked. So I, the, I, you gotta think that this they're gonna figure it out. Oh, I hope so. I don't know though. But they were only eighteen percent or eighteen exactly. in the league last year. That's what's bothering me about it. It's like same trends as last year. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. You'd think when you have a when you have a top power play with that much skill. That's why to me it seems to come down to execution. Because you have all that skill and they're not really, I don't know. It's just, it needs to get sorted out because, I mean, you can't, you can't not score on the power play and win in the NHL, period. Yeah. So I think the, even the concerns they have aren't even like, they're not, they're not danger, danger no, concerns yet. Yeah. It's not like, even when you watch the Oilers, like, sure they're winning right now, but they're, all of their underlying numbers are dog shit. Except for their power play. Except for their power play is great. Their power play is like... So they're like the reverse Flames right now. Yeah. Like the Flames has still been a pretty dominant team. All signs are pointing for us to yep. be like, you know... Well, and you know, like, okay, we've been up and down, sure. Yeah. But like I said at the beginning, I was like, I would much rather go through this feeling out process in your first 10, 15, even 20 games. Yeah. And then start cleaning things up. I mean, you want to get... Here's the issue. You want to get hot going to the end of the year. That's what happened in Colorado. They're oh, still hot. They haven't exactly. cooled off yet. Yeah. But I mean, wait till Colorado has to go through the dull days of what is it, January, February, February. March. Yeah. So I mean, like, yeah, nine games in, I think we've been fine, and there's lots of room for improvement on the power play. And I mean, Hannafin and Hamannick have struggled, and the third line has struggled. But other than that, I haven't been impressed. But it's like, yeah, okay, it's an okay October. They they've shown some really good, like you said, bounce back games. Exactly. So, Without those balance back games, I'm like oh, freaking yeah. out over here. If, like if, if they without that win last night, I'm freaking out. If, if but they, they lose came, last night, it's a big problem. But they come back and they get the win. It's yeah. a, it's a it was a great outing. Yeah, boys played great. So now I'm feeling good. So I don't know. It's been pretty yo yo. It's been up and down for sure. That's like why I'm, that's why I'm looking at this this Caps game. This is a big litmus test as far as how consistent can you start to be. Well, yeah, you got to start stringing some wins together here because yeah. like, the biggest winning streak we have thus far is the two the Philly game, the Detroit game. It's two games. So you got to I think over the next 5 6 games you got to put together a good little run here. Um, at the very least, at least what they haven't been doing is falling out of it, right? You're not yeah. pulling Dallas. You still you've won 5 games, you've accrued what 11, 12 points, 12 yeah. points. Well, I mean, you've been in a playoff spot for most of the season so far, so. But you do start having to string some wins together here. So, I think over the next 5, you got Washington, Florida, Winnipeg in the Heritage Classic, Carolina, Nashville. I think you per, you, you want to get you want to get at least 3 wins out of that. Yep. And like probably you want to get at least 7 or 8 points, right? Yep. You got to start stringing some wins together here soon. Yep. I mean, that's not an easy part of the schedule no that's tough yeah so but november looks pretty tough as well so and i mean again we have been playing pretty much every other night so i think all things considered it's been an okay month thus far yeah 